Welcome to No Office, a podcast about work, technology, and life from a remote company perspective. In Nosby, we believe that work is not a place to go. It is a thing that you do. That is why since 2007, we run our company 100% remotely. In Nosby, there is No Office. The No Office podcast is sponsored by Nosby Teams, a to-do app that helps model teams do great things. Go to Nosby.com to learn more. Don't cram 20 people on Zoom. Fluorescent lighted office all day long. You know, you probably are going to work from home. Hello and welcome to No Office, a podcast about work, technology and life from a remote company perspective. My name is Lafro Sobolewski and as always I'm joined by CEO of our No Office company Nosby, Michael Slivinski. Hello Michael, how are you today? Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me well? Yes, we, I think we can hear you well. We had some uh, technical difficulties before, before starting uh, recording today. Yes, that's why we're starting late. But uh, I will, we will talk about these technical difficulties later in the, in the show. Um, because for today we have some quite a few like small topics, but important topics. And uh, we will talk about meetings, we will talk about the home office quality and backups and all that stuff. And when some things don't work as they should. So we will be talking about all that uh, very soon. Uh, today on the podcast, uh, I'm I'm good, but you know I'm uh, getting ready for the you know for the fiftieth fifteenth wedding anniversary. I'm just kidding, fifteenth uh, anniversary of Nosby for the so, quinceañera. Um, yeah, exactly. So this is my eldest child. You know, um, my um, my daughter Milena. She just turned thirteen, but my daughter son Nosby uh, is turning fifteen now. Daughter, uh, yes, la application. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's 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 turning at fifteen now, and we are getting ready for this uh, um, for this celebration. That we will talk about a promo that we are um, launching uh, very soon. So it's all happening, uh, and we have big announcements as well. And these big announcements require lots of work. So this week I've been just swamped with work, like really really busy. And one of these days I just went to bed like at eleven o'clock, completely like like I just you know. Uh, destroyed. And then I woke up at 7am next day, I was like fresh as a daisy. So it's, uh, yeah, the moment where you see that, like, you just cannot hold any longer, it means that like, you, you need rest. Yeah, that is that is true. I, f- I, feel, I feel the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, and uh, just yesterday, I, I managed to to finish up blog post about Nosby updates in 2022. Uh, yeah, and I was already late with with the blog post <laughs> because uh, all the things uh, <laughs> we planned. Uh, uh, okay. and, and, of, and of course, like um, we didn't predict all the cir- circumstances and yeah, it, <laughs> it took uh, more time that we predicted. Uh, so about this blog post, I just sum it up that in 2021, we shipped uh, 46 updates of Nosby Teams. Which is yeah. which is really great, and I yeah I just discovered our portfolio of options. But for listeners of this podcast, uh, yeah, we talked about it in details in episode thirty two, appetite for a feature. Uh, yeah, and I updated the change log. So now our change log uh, not only tells you what new features, new fixes is in each new version, each new update, but also what we are internally testing so the features are that are in the implementation but already in some shape that we 
are testing it internally on our dog fooding environment. And these are like desktop apps for macOS and Windows. Yes. Yes. We cannot wait to to ship it to you to to our users and yeah we needed to make sure that adding this builds native builds for windows and mac wouldn't add much complexity to our infrastructure to our builds pipeline so we can still be flexible and fast with shipping updates and we are very close to to do that that's coming very soon Shell extension on iOS, finally. Yes. <laughs> I've just tested the last fix before the recording. And now, if we don't f- uh, find any, f- any other bugs, we will ship it mm, next week. So that's that's fine. Yeah, and we are working on big project, uh, project menu reorganization. And uh, you will be able to share Project Coral very soon. These are the... the so the, let's, let's talk about the iOS first, because of course I am iPad only, and for me the iPad uh, part of things is very important. And um, like the, the thing is that we kind of shot ourselves in the foot because we almost had the share extension ready, but then we shipped the multi-teams. So when we shared the multi-teams, it, we just added complexity to the share extension because like suddenly, like I am a part of four teams now in, in, in Nosby teams. And you know, when you have a share extension and you want to add something to Nosby, suddenly you have to choose to which team you want to add this stuff. And before that, like when we were testing the share extension, it was like single tasks, single tasks, single tasks, single tasks. And I'm like, yeah, but which single tasks? Yes. <laughs> so, um, so it was really complicated. Now it's really easy because uh, like you can choose to, to which to which team you're adding stuff. So it's uh, uh, very easy and uh, you like you know the default team can be there as well. And also I use the widget for iOS. Like I have this big widget of priority tasks on my home screen of the iPad. And the cool thing is that over there I actually prefer to see all priority tasks from all my teams, you know, like uh, normally in Nosby, I prefer to have them separate, but, but to just remember about everything that I have to do today, I prefer to have on the widget to have everything. So, but, so I can choose, I can choose if I want specific, you know, team uh, priority or everything, right? Like Chuck Norris. So, so I prefer the Chuck Norris style on the, on the widget. And, um, uh, so that's fantastic, and of course, yes, the Mac app is something we've been. You know, we thought we can get we could get away with uh, with the web app, and we did for quite a while. But uh, now, no, now we have to. We, we need the the Mac and the Windows apps, and they are really good. So, and then, and, and I think they are at the last stage of development. So very soon, very soon, uh, they should be there. And I think you know, from from our side, you know, you always blamed me for promising people features and stuff and uh, and you were right <laughs> but now when we but now when we know that we are like working on something and it's already like in the works we can promise that because we can like there's always still a slight chance that we might just think that you know this thing that we are building is not ready for for shipping and we will just you know step step back for example reevaluate but usually when we have something at advanced stage of of dog fooding, so of testing internally in the team, we are we are pretty confident that we're going to ship it. So it's just a question of ironing out the kinks. So I think it's a good idea to already share it with people, and especially people who are like really good fans of Nosby, which we really appreciate. What we learned from this year, the trick is that uh, it's okay to share what we are working on. Yeah. The bad thing is to promise dates, release dates. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so that's why, for example, uh, I, I was brave. Just you know, if you rewind this episode, I was brave. I didn't say 
we are shipping the Mac version in a week or in February or whatever. I didn't say anything like that. I said, we're shipping it soon. We're at last stages of testing it. And this might be next week. This might be in four weeks. This might be in six weeks. Like it depends on if we see like serious bugs or something. So because things, you know, pop up in software development, which is unfortunate, but it's just, you know, it's the thing. And we don't want to ship a very buggy app just because everybody wants it but then you know nosby is supposed to be a trusted system and uh, and uh, and this is this adds additional kind of responsibility for us that we are shipping a trusted system so we want to make sure that this trusted system works for you that this is something that you can depend on and not something which is you know half-assed <laughs> so that's why um it's added responsibility that we take seriously yep that's true and as you said, uh, we will be celebrating Quinceañera, 15th birthday of yes. uh, of Nosby. And the celebration will start on Tuesday, first February, first day of February. And a week later, we will we will stream product vlog live when we will show together i i and you yes <laughs> we will show uh, together uh, hopefully these new features uh, we will tease uh, this mac app uh, shell extension on ios uh, in action and uh, some other stuff and answer all your questions so make sure to check out uh, check out nosby.com slash blog the english product blog is already scheduled there on youtube so you can set a reminder there yeah, and uh, there will be some big announcement for Nosby personal users. Yes, exactly. So we will have we will like we will celebrate with a bang. There will be a special promo. There will be um, uh, big announcements. The big announcements we are excited about them, but we believe that some users will be like, kind of uncomfortable with the changes and stuff, which is okay. And uh, I think there will be lots of questions. Yeah, and and uh, and that's why we are doing the product vlog to answer these questions, to just make sure that we are flat out transparent. We tell you exactly how things are, and then we can answer your questions sincerely. So that's why we do the product vlog right after the announcements, so you can <laughs> digest the announcements and then ask us questions. Like we will be really happy to answer all of the questions that are coming up, uh, and and you know and uh, like explain in more detail and nuance like our path forward for the next 15 years or more. So uh, like we are preparing Nosby for another 15 years or more. Like we want to be there for the long haul. Like we, we have been fortunate to have been a trusted system for so many users, like tens of thousands of users all over the world uh, for the, all these years. And we have people using Nosby for last, you know, 10 or more years, like it's like really, really long time. So uh, we are happy about it. And we want to make sure that we have the foundation for, for the years to come. Yeah, I can't wait, can't wait to celebrate because, yeah, that's a big milestone uh, for, for our small company. Yes. <laughs> and we maintain two beings that are still small company for those 15 years and still profitable. So... That's yeah, it. that's great. Yeah, that's the idea. I still, I still have a special filter for all the VC inquiries when they try to invest in Nosby, and I, I send them to one of my blog posts that I don't, don't take no investments. So, like, it's, a, <laughs> it's still <laughs> almost an automated response. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to next topics. Uh, some follow up. I see you have some follow up on meetings. Yes. So, um, again, as we discussed, I talk to customers. I talk to customers, and if you would like to talk to me, and you're a Nosby customer. Contact Nosby support and tell them, I want to talk to Michael. And they will schedule a call with me. So really, it's, it's, it's very complicated. It's a very long process to, um, uh, to get a call with me. Contact 
uh, info at nasby.com and, and tell people, I want to talk to Michael. Like, it's, this, is, this is the whole thing that you have to do. Like, you don't have to send, send any stamps. You don't have to, you know, like, uh, prepare your CV or, or anything else. <laughs> just, just tell them, I am a Nasby user. I want to talk to Michael and then you will talk to me. So I'm looking forward to talking to you, actually. So um, I talk to customers on Tuesdays and Wednesdays uh, right now. Anyway, uh, so uh, I'm also uh, talking to some friends and everything, and especially now with this transition to no office work, to people working remotely or hybrid, people have questions like how to do it right, how to get this done, how do we do it? And one of the things was about meetings. And um, I had a pushback from, from some people saying that, you know, these all remote meetings don't work very well. It's like better to have people like in a conference room, in, in, in the same place and all that stuff. And even with hybrid, you know, like we had the whole dis- discussion. And uh, the funny thing was that, you know, uh, here there is the you nooffice.org know, slash meetings is my chapter on meetings uh, of my no office book, where I share that meetings have to be uh, regular, optional, and well-prepared, right? Like these three things. And what I see is the well-prepared part is not being adhered to. Meetings are not well prepared because people have too many meetings. They are not prepared for the meetings. They are still following the old rule of presenting a new idea on a meeting. And and this is something that we've been avoiding like a plague. Um, okay, we have some weekly meetings where we just hang out for a, for a few minutes. We have coffee, like Rafa, on, on Mondays. And we have also, uh, but still we have agenda for that prepared before. But still, sometimes we just, you know, talk about random ideas as well. But it's a short meeting. But if we have a longer meeting, like design meeting, you know, or something like that, we have everything prepared well in advance. And in my chapter, I, I mentioned Jeff Bezos and his idea that when the meeting starts, everybody reads quietly the documentation before they start a meeting. Uh, so that everybody reads quietly. Once they have read the documentation, then the meeting starts so that everybody is prepared. And this is a hack. It's, it seems like like a school. <laughs> When we were the kids. Exactly. Yeah. But it's a hack, you know, uh, because Jeff Bezos knows that his executives are so busy that they haven't read the documentation. So at least then he can scold them and tell them to read the documentation before. And it's a good hack. And I think with this hack, you should start. That's a good hack. But it shouldn't be a habit because the, the what I see the value for, for ourselves is that the documentation is prepared well in advance of the meeting. Well, advance meaning the next day. So like, for example, like, as we mentioned, we have our design meeting um, every other Tuesday when we decide it's going gonna, it's gonna to go down. And then we have all the documentation ready by the end of Monday. So that on Tuesday, after, uh, uh, until Tuesday afternoon, everybody has the time to read it. And not only read it, they have time to comment on it. And this is, for me, I think the key thing, that we comment on it before the meeting. So we do the asynchronous communication. We comment on the you know, parts of the documentation. We comment on the whole concept that has been presented. We comment on all this way before the meeting. This way, when we have the meeting, we really don't talk about the big concepts anymore. We talk about nuance or we fight about the whole thing. But everybody has had like the time to digest the, the, the idea that's going to happen on the meeting. So for me, really, I think, and I, and I don't know if you agree, Rafael, but I think the key is that the well-prepared part must be like really policed. Like people have to be well-prepared. Uh, it's like the situation where 
I didn't read one of the pieces of documentation before the design meeting. And one of the design fighters told me, so Michael, we're not talking about this because you haven't read it. And I was ashamed of myself that I, have, I wasn't prepared, but he was right. Why should we discuss something when I'm not prepared? Like everybody has to be prepared. And I think this added value of comments before, like offline comments, comments before the meeting are, is, is just underappreciated. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just the well-prepared is not only to, to read, to acknowledge what is, what, is, what is the topic of the meeting, but also to comment because many times, as, as we learned, we can figure out uh, all the things asynchronously yeah. in those comments. So meeting is no longer needed, and that's why we we are now doing design fight meeting once a month, not once a week. Yes, because yeah, we we try to do the things asynchronously first, and only if we couldn't find a proper solution asynchronously, then we transfer this topic to the meeting. Yeah, so um, so that's the thing that you know, in, in my chapter, I'm going to update my chapter for that <laughs> because this is what we did. Like we decided that if we don't need the meeting. Let's just not do it. Let's just not waste our time. But we decided we have to have a meeting at least once a month just to make sure that we as a team, as a design team, are, are together, that we, you know, can still talk normally, are still not, you know, we are not like uh, we don't like we still are glued as a team. So we will so we will have a meeting once we need it or once a month, whichever comes first. Uh, and, and that's, that's the key. And, um, and really like we figured out that most of the things we can agree on asynchronously in the comments, but yes, there are situations where we're not, not sure. And we see that there is a pushback from both sides and we haven't, you know, had the place to discuss it. So we need to discuss it and that's yeah, it. Yeah, But, but the, I think this is the, the good tip to reduce, if you want to reduce the the amount of meetings or the duration of meetings, first thing first thing you need to do is to, for example, if your team is not uh, not convinced to that idea, maybe you have some topics uh, that you want to discuss on the meeting. So publish them before in some system when when your team can comment on them asynchronously. Publish those topics so so they can read it and. Once, uh, once your team get the habit of it to to read it before and comment asynchronously, then your meetings first will be shorter, and then maybe it will open the brain of for the rest of your teams <laughs> to to really embrace the asynchronous communication more and have less meetings and shorter meetings. So that's yeah. that that would be the first step. Like be the example mm -hmm. of uh, asynchronous communication. Yeah, exactly. Like. Uh be the change you want to make, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that's the thing that, uh, that you should start with that. And, you know, you can pu publish everything. Like the good thing is to publish in a way that other people can comment, uh, before the meeting. So don't send a PDF to people because if you send PDF to people, like nobody will comment on it. But if you can just, you know, have a project in Nosby teams and then have a task for that. And then at, at, like ta we always um, recommend that you have a task for, uh, for each agenda point. And in this task, you, you can explain what you want to talk about, or you can just have a long comment of exactly what you want to do and then invite other comments inside. So this way you have at least comments in Nosby teams directly next to the agenda point. So the, the, the agenda points are being commented on right there. 
But if you need more subtlety, then you can, for example, attach a, a link to a Dropbox paper document, Microsoft Word document, or whatever you're using, like or Google Docs document, where other people can comment on, like in detail, on the whole, you know, on the whole thing. So, um, but the basic stuff, like just having each task being, you know, an agenda point and letting people comment on it. It's just brilliant already. Yeah, and during the meeting, you can write down the notes, the the conclusions from the meeting in the each agenda point. Yeah, not one 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 big conclusions from the whole meeting. Like me, it, it's called meeting notes in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but if you have separate tasks for each each agenda point, there there's like the discussion is contextual. <laughs> yeah, so it's not mixed up with with all other topics. All right. So I think it's high time to move on to the next topic on our list to the next point of our in our agenda <laughs> of this recording. Before we do that, I think you know it's a natural segue to our sponsor Nosby Teams, and then we can talk about uh, more agenda points. Yeah, that's true. No Office podcast is sponsored by Nosby, the fastest way to done. It's a task-based async communication app for personal, family, and business use. Let's hear what Nosby customers say about the product. We tried uh, different project management tools um, for the first couple of years when I was with uh, the organization I currently am, CCMA. And then we realized that we just need really one place where we can communicate, where we can share projects, where we can think in written form, where we can give each other feedback. So we, we tested a couple different things and eventually we settled with Nosby Teams. And um, it's been really fun to see the software mature and just get better and better. The data security, I, I know the company is, is totally committed to improving the product. For us, it's simple. We have some members of our team who are very tech savvy and some who aren't as tech savvy. So to find one tool that actually is usable for all those is not easy. Um, we did dabble in a couple of, of, of competitors and they were just too much, mm-hmm. you know, too complicated, too many features. What our team needed was something simple, reliable, trustworthy, something that was fun and, and attractive and, and enjoyable to use. And so Nosby Teams is really fit for us. It's fit, it's met that sweet spot. It's reasonable. We're a nonprofit. And so the price is right. It's easy to add members. I just added somebody yesterday. It was no big deal. You know, I think I went to the five person plan to six. It was not a big deal, you know, so that's nice because it's flexible for us. It just gives us a place to park everything and, um, and it works for us. So we don't want to be emailing within our team. We're not perfect at that, but we want to cut down on, on that. We want to cut down on interruptions during the day. And so I'll try anything that will help accomplish those two things. So for us, Nosby Teams really fits that, that need that we have as a small team. And we're back. Yeah. So another point on our agenda is follow-up to to my home office setup. Mm-hmm. I have uh, some thoughts uh, after using this setup we talked about uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Now two weeks. So first of all, yeah, I miss 27-inch display. Right. Uh, like you, you using uh, this MacBook Pro as my main display and the full HD 24-inch display as a secondary. Yeah, it's fine, but... <laughs> not ideal. Yeah, but not not, not ideal. I will be buying... Uh, I, I think I have figured out which, which monitor to buy now. So, so I, I hope more updates on that in future episodes. 
Yeah, and uh, one problem I didn't um, I didn't predict it about choosing the color of MacBook Pro. Okay. Because I've chosen silver one and I love how it looks, but uh, when I have it directly in front of me, cl- close to me on this tray and it sits there with like at 45 35 30 degree angle yeah and i have the lights above the desk okay and when i turn on the lights it reflects the the silver area reflects the lights into my face and i don't like it <laughs> it's not it, it blinds me but uh, but still i i had to adjust it, this angle a little bit <laughs> no you just have you just have to listen to mkbhd um uh, matte black all the things yeah. and just buy a matte black paint and just paint your paint your new macbook pro just paint it in matte black and it's going to be fine yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, anyway, speaking of black, I'm now back to using Microsoft ergonomic keyboard ah. uh, instead of Magic Keyboard because I sold my iMac already. So, so now now it's the only keyboard I have here in my in my home office. Okay. Yeah, I like it, but I th- I think it's it's fine again. <laughs> it's fine, but it requires another dongle, USB dongle, to be to be connected to my MacBook. So it's not cool, but yeah, yeah. It's good enough, and it, uh, yeah, it it enforces on me to write properly with each each letter on the keyboard with proper finger, <laughs> because it's it's split it's split it, yeah. That's true because the ergonomic keyboard that yeah yeah that forces you to touch type correctly. So that's there's no way to cheat. Um, but you know, um, these are two two of my favorite um, words in the English language: interesting and fine. Like if you if you don't want to say that it's just bad, it's like yeah, that's interesting, that's interesting. right? <laughs> and then if you don't want to say that something is bad for you to use something, like it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, like two words that are just uh, trying to be positive because you just don't want to trash it completely. So it's like <laughs> you want to be politically correct. <laughs> so like it's fine. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's interesting point, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I see you. You have also have some follow up to home office setup. Yeah, so I was just writing for. Um, I'm writing a monthly column for i Magazine, our Polish lifestyle leading Polish lifestyle magazine, and uh, I have a productivity column there. I write every month for the. I've been writing there for like ten years or more over there, and uh, and the thing is that. I was writing this month. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna appear on the first of February. I was writing about the ergonomics and automation of things. And what I appreciate about my home office is the fact that everything is set up correctly. So, for example, when we record the podcast, everything is set up. I have my camera set up. I have my teleprompter set up. I have my lights set up. Everything is set up. So this is like fantastic. So I don't have to like you know every time we record, I have to fiddle with things. And you, you, I mean. By talking to other people, I know how many people are doing just that. Like every time they have to like, do something that they are doing regularly, they have to just like, you know, mount this, move that. Like they have just to to like to do lots of things before they do the thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and and it's it's bad for productivity. Like you should you mustn't do that. You 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 should optimize your setup that it's really effortless. Like if you need to record, pam pam, you're ready. Like this is how it should be done. Like you don't have to do anything else. And the more you can automate this, the easier it will be for you to do it, you know? And so that's like my main takeaway. Just think about your setup, think about how you have things laid out and what can you do today 
to just improve the layout so that next time you have to do your thing, it's all ready. It's all like really ready for you. And so that's that's the gist of it. That's the most important thing I wanted to share today. However, sometimes technology fails on you. And so just No way. <laughs> yeah, no way. Technology would never fail on us, right? It's everything works all the time. So one of the things I have here the teleprompter and I have the lights, everything is ready. And yesterday I was getting ready to record two videos for our Nosby's 15th anniversary. Because of course, as the CEO, I have a few announcements and I decided to record these announcements uh, in video. So what I did was uh, I set up everything uh, and I had everything ready and I had the lights ready. Everything was ready. And then the lights failed on me. Like the, 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 the super Elgato lights just disconnected randomly from the Wi-Fi. And I and and for example, there is uh, the thing that um, I cannot turn them on by myself. What? There is no way uh, I can just turn them on. Like you know, there is no. There's no physical switch. No physical switch. No. Like there is. You you have to unpair them, pair them again, and maybe they will work. Like Elgato, the brilliant company Elgato, didn't think about it. They didn't think about the fact that uh, you should have lights. You know. So that, that you, should have, you should have lights that are just there and that, that, that should have a physical button in case the Wi-Fi doesn't work, in case things don't work. And I cannot tell you how much it has thrown me off. Like, I was ready to record. I had everything ready, teleprompter, all the text, everything. And then suddenly the lights didn't, the lights didn't work. And I was like, like, I wasted like, I think an hour. Whoa. I think an hour <laughs> of setting it up. It was just, you know, because I was trying, the connecting, you know, the Wi-Fi. Oh, man. So, like, in this moment, I appreciate when things just work. Because in that moment, it just didn't work. Like, it was completely off. And, um, uh, and it threw me off for an hour, and I recorded it very late. And I was just, I was, and of course, I was, you know, pissed off. I was really not happy about it. So, so these are the moments uh, where, where, where you should think about the backup. So, in that case, I'm thinking about the backup right now. If I can have another light, just in case, this Elgato beautiful thing that presumably always works, doesn't, it fails on me. Then what should I do then to make sure that I have still the lights and I can still record, like plan B. And this is the same what happened today with our podcast. So my internet failed. Uh, I don't know what's happened, but I couldn't reset the root router before our meeting. So what we did, we decided to use the iPad, as you can see right now, on 5G. And you, you, you are, I'm using right now 5G on my iPad, so you can see me very well. Oh, you're using 5G. Yes, I'm using 5G on the iPad. That's why the connection is so good. And then I'm recording locally on this microphone on the Mac because it, th th this doesn't require uh, Ethernet connection. But the thing I didn't, I wasn't prepared for, was the fact that the I could, I didn't know how to put the tablet because I wasn't prepared for that, for that you know um, situation. So for me, the piece of advice is this: first of all, set up everything perfectly so that it just works perfectly for you, and you can really just turn on the things and just do your job, and then have plan B. If things fail, like if this fails, what you do? If this fails, what you do? And then when these things fail, then uh, then you still have a plan B that it still can work. Like today, we could still record. Like it was it, it was like inconvenient, but it's you know the quality of the video as you can see. Uh, barely inconvenience. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Um, you know, uh, super easy, barely inconvenience. So that's the thing. So it did it did work, and we could still record a podcast. So you know that's uh, that's my piece of advice. Have everything set up and have a plan B. Yep, that's that's the great advice. Uh, yeah, and great example 
how iPad is really a great device for being, you can call it plan B for many other devices. Yeah. Because I remember many times when just uh, there, there was a blackout or internet failure, I always switched to, to, to working on, on iPad, on 5G. Or for four G actually <laughs> uh, back then, yeah, and it was it was just like one minute to set it up or even even less, and I I was able to continue my work, so that's that's cool. All right, speaking of iPad, I wanted to finally do a iPad Mini review. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Yeah, because like recently there is uh, finally the four day work week is getting to the mainstream. Yes, yeah, uh, and that's cool because we have Mighty Fridays for years now. And what I noticed in the recent months, uh, because I, I have this iPad for like more than two months now, I use it like mainly uh, in the afternoons and on Mighty Friday. Mm -hmm. as my main, it's my Mighty Friday machine. Yeah, so now as I, I sold my iPad Pro with my Magic Keyboard, so my iPad mini is my only mobile computer and I love it. It just sparks so much joy when I grab it and... I can tell you I use it like two or three times more than I, I used iPad Pro. Yeah, the main thing is that it's, it's form factor. It's so comfortable for use, uh, to hold and use. Uh, I, can, I can take it everywhere. I can uh, put it into my Nosby hoodie. I can put it uh, into my jacket, into the pocket, into the pocket of my sweatpants even, to walk, walk in the house and uh, just don't with the ipad and uh, that's so comfortable writing on software keyboard is so much better than on the bigger ipad because in portrait mode you you can really uh thumb type okay which is uh yeah which is very convenient and quite fast and uh, you can even type with apple pencil on those small software keyboard with swiping and that's also very convenient. Yeah, one thing that annoys me, and I think it's a bug, I hope iPadOS 15.3 will fix that. I have to check that because I think yesterday they released finally a production version of 15.3. Is when you are in portrait mode and you launch a quick note window uh, and you have this small, small, small floating keyboard turned on, the quick note window is on the upper half of the screen and the small keyboard also. So it covers the the part of the quick note window and you cannot move the keyboard to the down bottom half of the screen in the portrait mode. Yeah, I managed to do it by you you I had to switch to the landscape mode, switch to the big keyboard, then uh, switch back to the small keyboard and switch back to portrait mode and then I was able to Whoa. to move it down. there is <laughs> some bug there. There is inconvenience there when I want to quickly jot jot down something but but of course there is Apple Pencil, so I can quickly jot down things with handwritten note with Apple Pencil. And I have applied Paper-like uh, for the iPad mini. And yeah, mm -hmm. it's, now it's a perfect notebook. I I use Pencil and handwritten notes more than I used to do that on iPad Pro because now I can do it very comfortable when I'm sitting in my comfy armchair and holding iPad with one hand and drawing, writing with uh, with the second hand. Yeah, and pro tip for applying paper-like screen protector. Uh, I did it in the bathroom after the shower. So the hu humidity level of the air was, was really high. Mm -hmm. So it reduced the risk of having a dust get uh, under the, the screen protector. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and I... 
and it was the first time I did uh, applying this kind of uh, screen protector without any air bubbles. Nice. Yeah. So I was very happy. I thought I did a good job. And then I noticed a small piece of dust very close to the center. <laughs> oh, man. But I didn't panic. I didn't panic. I just embraced it. And okay, let's use it for a couple of days and see if it really bothers me. And it doesn't. I just don't notice it. But when, when I focus on, because I know the, the it, it's there, and I focus on looking at it, I notice it. But mostly times I don't remember about it and just, just use it. So that's uh, that's really cool. Yeah, and on recent two Mighty Fly Days, I did my yearly review just on, on the iPad, mainly on handwritten notes in the Good Notes app. Yeah, and I did it very quickly, and I love the process. So, so there is that, and I have other piece of accessories for iPad as well. So I have Smaltfolio-like third-party case, and it's better than Apple's one because uh, it's like this. Uh -huh. I will put also it as a podcast chapter art. Okay. So it has this holder for the Apple Pencil. Ah, okay. So, so it's, uh, yeah, and when you, when you put it inside the back, uh, you don't have to worry that Apple Pencil will fall off of the iPad. Uh, so that's really nice. Yeah, and... As we talked uh, in the recent episode, I have this moth case on the back of the iPad. Yeah, and it allows me to snap snap the iPad to my to the wall mount uh, or other magnet, uh, which is very handy in the desk setup. But also, it's it's a stand with multiple angles for portrait and landscape mode. So, so that's really cool. And uh, and yeah, I can I can still put this uh, smartfolio like case. On, even with this glued to my back of the iPad. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a little. Uh, it looks not perfect, but for uh, for the use case of putting iPad into the back, it's uh, it's it's good enough. Yes. Yeah, so one thing the um, the disadvantage of the f of this moft invisible tablet stand is it it adds like about twenty three percent of the white to the iPad. Uh, so it's not so super comfortable to to hold it in one hand but still still very good yeah but it's not noticeable uh, noticeable uh, wide difference however on the other hand this smartfolio like uh, case uh, it's it's two times heavier so actually in in the um, like grand scheme of things it's not big difference all right what else i have this noted here yes this is my main machine of course for reading that's kind of obvious scenario but it really makes a difference because i finally caught up well at least on, on december i caught up on my retreater <laughs> list wow yeah yeah i use the service mailbrew mm, to collect all the sources like rss, RSS channels newsletters and tweets um, and so on uh, yeah and on december i managed to to cut it up on mighty fly days in january not because I was doing yearly review, yeah. uh, but only because of that. And it really helps me to reduce the Twitter usage. Like maybe not reduce in the time spent on it, but now I only read mm -hmm. Twitter once a day because okay, yeah, I only have uh, Twitter and uh, actually Twitter and Instagram. I only consume it once a day on the iPad uh, on my armchair back 
back there. I have this nice setup by the window. I have this Stratum uh, IKEA armchair, very comfy. And there are many flowers there. So it's really nice, uh, nice climate. And after 3 p.m., I, I consume social media there on iPad mini. Yeah, and Instagram app, it's, Instagram doesn't have iPad app, but the iPhone version, it really, like the iPad mini is the best iPad for, for Instagram iPhone version app, <laughs> actually. It, almo it almost fits the whole screen. Yeah, but this is yeah. like really <laughs> outrageous that they're still not offering an iPad app. This yeah, and I have, so a, bad. I have a clever shortcut on my iPad. So now when we have automations uh, in shortcuts, um, I have the shortcut that when I launch Tweetbot or Instagram, mm -hmm. it checks if it's after 3 p.m. or not. And if it's before 3 p.m., it just shows me the message, get back to work, lazy bastard, <laughs> <laughs> and opens priority view in Nosby. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, so yeah. And after 3 p.m., it, it lets me to open <laughs> Instagram or Tweetbot. Can you share this shortcut uh, with, uh, with in the show notes? Yeah, yeah. I will add it to, to, to the show notes. It's, it's, it's very simple. Yeah, I know, I know. But still, it's, it, it, yeah. but, but there's also this trick how you open the priority in, in, in Nosby as well. So, yeah, yeah. So it would be good. It would be very useful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also for media consumption. Yeah. I just don't want to build it. I just want to copy your shortcut and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of media consumption, it's also great for video video consumption uh, because its aspect ratio is 14 by 9. It's the closest iPad can get to 16 by 9 actually yeah yes yeah. So for video it's it's great and I don't use a YouTube app just like you. Uh, but there is this vinegar uh, vinegar add-on to Safari that allows you to um, increase UX level of using YouTube website on iPad because uh, you can predefine which is the quality resolution of video that you that you prefer mm -hmm. on iPad because many times on iPad when you launch uh, launch YouTube you had to change quality because it somehow on auto settings it chooses. 360p and so on it's uh, it it allows you to to choose it and to play it in picture in picture uh, mode okay and speaking of video there's facetime of course and center stage but i already talked that i use it for uh, with my personal trainer and it works great yeah and editing the podcast on ipad mini in ferrite recording studio i did it already for three episodes i think and it's 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 awesome. However, I think that if if we had guests on an episode or more tracks to be edited, that wouldn't be so convenient on iPad Mini as on the bigger iPad Pro. Okay, one last thing I didn't mention is uh, this Jerry uh, Jerry scrolling effect on the screen. Uh -huh. I did notice it um, right away, but I don't notice it anymore. Ah, like interesting. When in daily use, when when I really focus on noticing it, and okay, is there Jerry scrolling there? Let me see. Yeah, then I can see it. But on daily use, it's, okay, it's bar barely inconvenience. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and also the sixty hertz screen because I switched from iPad Pro, which was uh, promotion. Yes. Uh, so yeah, for the first couple of days, I was uh, noticing that it's not so smooth, mm -hmm. and now I get used to it and. Uh, 
and it's not a problem for me. Yeah, that's the that's the advantage of, of being uh, over thirty years old. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you you can get used to 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 to, to stuff like that. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you can. Um, so. If for for me, just a sm- small update that uh, today I'm going to publish. Hopefully, this episode the, the, on my blog, Michael.steam, I'm going to publish the review of my Moft, you know, wallet. Speaking oh, of Moft, yeah, and also just the whole history of me with the minimalist wallets. As I told you in the previous episode, that when I was importing my old blog posts from 2012, I realized 2012 was like a very important year for me because I started working standing and I started being iPad only. And it looks like in 2013, it was the moment I dropped a normal wallet and started being, you know, minimalist wallet, iPhone wallet kind of guy. And it stuck until today. So I'm going to be writing about that. Yeah, I remember we, we, we were both the fans of the Mujo, uh, Mujo case with, with a wallet for, for iPhone. Yeah, I have the whole story there because I, I was using several different types of wallets. Like, uh, so it stopped, it started with the rubber bands of like, it was quirky crossover thing and then later i was cutting out you know a wallet from the silicon cases then i had the mujo like it was like there was a whole journey there and yeah. i'm gonna describe it on my <laughs> on my blog so at michael.steam so stay tuned yeah but um yeah it's a uh, it's a thing yeah it is a thing okay so let's let's wrap it up um so thanks for listening and what day is tomorrow michael it's mighty friday it's a friday and we will be publishing and we will be launching a new page for that to explain what mighty friday is and what a weekly review is and why you should do it on a friday yeah so do your weekly review plan priorities for next week and spend the rest of the friday on learning something new do have a great weekend if you enjoyed this episode please feel free to help support our podcast either by sharing it with a friend or leaving nice a nice review on apple podcast or the best thing you can do, check out our nosby.app. That's it for today. Say goodbye, Michael. Take care, everyone. And uh, let's celebrate the 15 years of Nosby together next week. So stay tuned for our updates. Stay tuned for our you know, Twitter at Nosby or, or, or our Twitter handles. And we will be celebrating 15 years. And I hope you will be there with us. It's more than one third of my life dedicated to Nosby. So it's a big deal. This episode has not been created in the office. Because in Nosby, there is no office. Your hosts were Michael Stavinsky and Rafał Sobolewski. All the links and show notes you can find on nooffice.fm slash 34. The whole production process of this episode has been coordinated in a project in Nosby app. Control is good, but trust and transparency are so much better. Thank you and see you in two weeks. Remember to have a mighty Friday.